Good evening, dandies. Welcome to Undetermined, the podcast. John and Matt have fucking dealt with us before. <laughs> yeah. Heard yeah, I was going to say, you know, if you can hear eye rolls, <laughs> they'd be coming through strong from Heather and Liz, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From, from the sausage fest that is us. <laughs> it's good. But, it's like Polish sausage. Uh, yeah. It's the good stuff. Summer sausage. And- <laughs> yeah. Liz and I have stories about that. Yeah, don't we, Liz? Yes, Freedom Tower Sausage Fest. Freedom Tower Sausage Fest. Wow. Freedom Tower. Go right now. Please tell that story. (laughs) Well, it's here. We can always edit shit, you know. Yeah. We can. We'll tell it. What happened? (laughs) Oh, no. We just, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how many John Spencer Blues Explosion uh, shows Liz and I have been to in our. uh, Lester's careers, but it would be many. And then, uh, so we decided to go to one at uh, Record Bar uh, before they moved. Right, Liz? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, before they moved. Oh, right yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was a it was a trip, man. Like, like that, like the the record that they were um, promoting, I think, was called Freedom Tower. So you know, John Spencer, he's going to go Freedom Tower. Blues Explosion, Freedom Tower, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, sure. Which is awesome. That's what we want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were, you know, like, uh, it was just dudes. It was dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were all in, like, khaki cargo shorts and, like, running shoes. Yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like so we outfits. were just... Yeah, we were just standing there going, this is weird. Like, this, <laughs> you know, like, this is not. And then, of, of course, we turned to each other and one of us whispered in each other's ears, Sausage Fest. <laughs> I don't remember if it was me or, or, or Liz. I do not remember. Imagine just having the upper hand immediately like that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so then it became Blues Explosion. Sausage Fest, Freedom Tower. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm hearing like a cover, yeah. like a knockoff you guys can do for this. Maybe the, the old uh, Ricky Nelson song, uh, Garden Party. You guys could cover <laughs> oh, that wow. and just change oh. it to Sausage Party. <laughs> That's a Sausage Party. Yeah. Yeah. Do a Sausage Party. Totally doable. <laughs> Much better than the teddy bear picnic. That song gives me nightmares. (laughs) That sounds like something that wouldn't give you nightmares, but okay. Uh. (laughs) All right. Oh, well, this has been boring so far. I'm just ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, if I, if I realized we weren't doing like video call, I wouldn't have put fucking clothes on. Dude, I like fucking put makeup on. I put makeup on for the first time in a damn month. Oh, really? Oh, damn shit. <laughs> you can send selfies. We'll just we'll post them along the there way. You, there we go. You know, there we go. Yeah. Duck, just duck with. We just uh, recorded with Steve Albini, and he, I swear, we didn't know. It was like a last-second thing, and we yeah. had to do it on Skype. Oh God, it was so funny. it ended up being like a video call, and I was not prepared for it 
at all. <laughs> oh, <guys> no. <laughs> yeah. He just opens up and Steve's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really, it's really an awkward position. Yeah, his laptop's like looking up at him and there's like a windscreen for his mic. And then it's just like Matt's belly, a windscreen, bottom of his beard. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Steve's like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but this is interesting. <laughs> Do I get the red video call? <laughs> oh, good lord. He's like, hey, baby. So, hey, Steve. For special people, we might let the special people see the video section of that, but we're not sure. Yeah, go out of the way to post that one. Well, before we get too far in the weeds, man, should we introduce who we're talking to, or is everybody just going to... Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. We've got, we've got two newbies. We are glad to have uh, some people we've had before. Uh, Cody Romain has been on the show before, of course, with uh, Godzillionaire. Uh, ben has been on the show before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with uh, Godzillionaire. Uh, but a... I, I can't call them side project because you guys are uniquely fucking awesome. I, Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. I really love the shit. Uh, it's it, amazing work by vedettes out of Kansas. That's right. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Lawrence, band. Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. Amazing work, guys. I mean, I've, I've been jamming your record uh, all week. That was also with Paul Malinowski, the same guy that did uh, Negative Balance and, and Shiner. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think in Nick mixed the vedette stuff but still he engineered it yeah. thanks production. cody that's right yeah it is it's, it really it is, is a talented dude it also highlights how good a mixer ben is yeah yes it does that was paul that was all paul. yeah that was paul that was 100 i mean i sat there and i was like yeah that sounds good if that <laughs> says yes. thing, then- <laughs> <laughs> okay well never mind <laughs> i almost messaged john this morning it was like hey man don't let me talk too much <laughs> don't worry there's a shit ton of us we're gonna be stepping all over each other anyway so yeah yeah yep. that's okay i can totally just mute your entire track cody it will be like sure. you weren't even here so <laughs> that's not gonna make it cut we'll be fine that's awesome. Cody, I love you and I love everything you have to say. Yeah, I love you too, Heather. <laughs> I just I just joined this band and this is definitely my favorite band I'm in by Aww. far. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Every, every time Aww. we practice, I say every single time I say this is the, like easily the most organized band. Like we, we all show up on time. We're playing the first song within like 30 minutes. Wow. Like Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, that's because, uh, you know, Ben and Liz and I, we've played together for, I, guys, I'm sorry. I was, I did the math today. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that we've been playing together for like 17 or 18 years. I'm not joking. Oh, I'm not joking. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's crazy. Crazy yep. good. Yeah. That's longer than many marriages or. Oh, hell Yeah. I was like 10 years old when you guys started together. You were, Cody. I, I almost texted that on our on our little text thread. Like, Cody, yeah. you yeah. were like 10. I love yeah. hearing that in every fucking was like, band no. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the best looking one. That's not, that's not even true either. God damn it. <laughs> so, you know, so. back to what Cody said. We're uh, organized. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell. Yes. 
that's screaming through and everything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's got to be something there for it. I mean, there's uh, how long have you guys been playing together? I mean, it, it just all together with Cody, too. Mm. Like, Cody just joined recently, right? I just, like, kind of, I haven't really even officially joined. I, get, I don't know. I officially joined, I would say, the last few months. Yeah. But my first show with Vedettes was, like, a little over a year and a half ago. I don't know. Yeah, Cody's been filling in for us for uh, quite a while now. We haven't had the best yeah. luck with drummers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and, true. And <laughs> uh, until we found Cody, and, uh, you know, I was like, hey, I know a guy. So yeah. uh, he stepped in, and uh, we invited him a long time ago. And then uh, he was always a little bit kind of, well, time and then jobs and everything like that. Then the pandemic happened. He's like, let's fucking play. Yeah, I don't fucking work now. <laughs> well, and rightfully so, because he's in such amazing bands other than ours. Yeah. And so, yeah, absolutely. It took a while to get him to commit, but I think we kind of, <laughs> I think we, com- I think, did we commit you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there, was, there was one show at Davies, which <laughs> which is burned down now. But um, yeah, there was one where I was just like pretty drunk. It was like I'm in the fucking band, you guys, and you're like, cool. <laughs> I don't remember that? Yeah, and then we didn't talk about it again for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I saw a social media update that was like, okay, we've got a new drummer, and we're going to announce it. And I was like, this has been a long fucking time ago. <laughs> yeah. they yeah. said, it's Cody Wade. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm slowly taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> but they never officially. Yeah, we should make a post. Yeah, tonight's the tonight's the exclusive announcement. Right Actually, yes. Nice. Here it is. Cody is our drummer. I think yeah. that that's absolutely. Yay! <laughs> That's what you wanted. There, you go. there we go. Breaking news. <laughs> it is broken. Uh, broken news. <laughs> broken news, everyone. That'll be our next podcast. We'll just that'll be a good name for it. Broken news. Broken oh, news. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Hmm. So you guys talked to Matt Chamberlain. How was that? Yeah, yeah, we talked to you know, I'm editing that episode right now. He's a cool dude. Fuck yeah, man. I imagine so. Yep, yep. It's it's sort of intimidating talking to a guy like that when, I mean, Jesus Christ, a catalog. Yeah, bro. It's insane. It's incredible. How do you how do you touch that? Was he was he on 10 or was that Dave Cruzen? <sighs> I can't remember if he recorded 10 or not. Oh, he was touring. Yeah, it must have been Dave Cruz and they recorded them. I think he toured with them. I don't know if he actually recorded with them. Right yeah, on. because he talked a bit about, uh, you know, it'll come out in the episode about uh, the Alive video. And the live right on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he was touring with them, and I began. Yeah, the, the video version is him playing on the video version. Right. Um, but the, mm. the CD version isn't him. Gotcha. Right. So it's probably cool. Ah. We've talked to quite a few drummers now, and it's like instant job. If you can drum, you've got a good job. Yeah. <clears throat> and get along. Oh, I think it's a little more than that, though. I, I mean, you know, I'm, we've run into a lot of people who can drum, but it's... Yeah, you got to be able to hang. <laughs> yeah. It's, all, it's almost more important, I think, you know, and that goes for any any position in a band. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fucking no dicks allowed. Like, blanket, full life statement. <laughs> 
no dicks allowed. There you go. For real. Yeah. I, I think that's an important thing for everybody, you know, in just about every position in life. I mean, just mm-hmm. being somebody who's been a supervisor before or anything, I mean, I'll tell you kids right now, if you're going out, you're getting your degree, you're getting all your shit together. I tell you, the first thing they're looking at when they have that interview is, can I get along with this asshole? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I work with them day in, day out? Right. This is somebody who is going to fit. It's a a lot easier to not hire someone than to fire someone. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's true. Yeah. It's a big part of everything. Your resume doesn't matter. Just don't be a dick. That's about it. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to throw that in the song. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick, please. There you go. It's going in the it's going in the sausage party song. There we go. Freedom Tower. Sausage party. Freedom Tower. Music Tower. Buzzer Buzzer. Don't be a dick. Freedom Tower. <laughs> Awesome tower. Wait, what? We got John Spencer coming up next week. I didn't know if I. <laughs> oh God! Please tell him about this, please. I'm just so, like I'm so curious what he would say. <laughs> oh my God! I mean it. Really disgust. I'm just. I'm not kidding. I am kidding. I, I have never talked to John Spencer. Oh, oh, I have. Yeah, I was like, Heather has. <laughs> Hook us up. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Speaking of hook you up, I just said in, in our uh, our group message thing that we all have. First of all, I'd like to point out that it's called uh, Dandets McCandets or something like yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we, we need to point you in the direction of a guy named uh, Sage Cornelius. Yeah, I saw that right before I logged on. What's up with that? He's he's a violinist, um, but he has this like he's doing this crazy stuff now where he has like an eight string or seven string violin or something like that, and it goes real low, and he does like metal riffs and shit. Oh. But he's like a ver- he's from Topeka. He used to be around in this area, but he moved out to I think Albuquerque. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but dude, he's like seriously a virtuoso. He was like playing around here and then joined a band with a dude called Sean James. I think a lot of people know him. And did a bunch of like acoustic touring with him, and now he's just kind of doing his own thing. But I, I'm going to link you two together because he's like seriously a virtuoso. It's in, it's like insane sure. that I know him. Oh, yeah, I know his uncle. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, but yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I love shit like that. Just anybody who can, you know, I'm I'm not a, a instrument purist or anything. Anybody can modify or yeah, definitely or make like you know something new out of, of something old or, or anything. And one man acts, two man acts. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Of course, that's what we need is some different shit. Like everyone's just kind of doing the same thing, you know. Sure, that shit like breaks us out of it. Yeah, and we talk about that a bit, and just with the formula of rock and, and shit like that. But no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think you guys do that too. I mean, you fuck with it enough; it's it's definitely edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 uh, fucking different. I I really dug everything I heard. Yeah, yeah. So I got uh, ephemeral. Went ahead and bought that one. I don't know. Matt might have bought it too, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm buying again" because I got drunk. And then, Thanks, that's great. Uh, Thank you. Threw some more money. I try to throw money people's ways when you know, whenever I can. I was looking at that T-shirt too. Yeah, yeah. You guys got some great artwork there, and yeah, dude. 
who's doing your t-shirt design your artwork there is, is there an artist in the band or you got uh miss kelly bowers yeah amazing lady it's one of the nicest people i've ever met oh sure yeah. oh she's amazing uh-huh. yeah we've got to get her on uh, our patch designer <laughs> yeah we do yeah yeah dude she won't even let you pay her for it i know that's a problem. And then the other problem is I just want it for my own battle jacket and I don't give a shit what anybody else buys for. Yeah. So I don't want to like make her do all the work just so I can have like a patch. She loves it. Oh, she will do it. She'll yeah, do she'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as she hears this, she's going to make it and send it to you. It's already done. Yeah. yeah you already made it. Right. So check your mailbox. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Kelly's at your front door right now. Yeah, like someone's at your front door right now. But no, I think, I mean, the artwork, Kelly makes it happen for sure. But the artwork, I mean, Liz and I, we do the artwork, right? Yeah, we talk about it a lot. And you've like, I love your sunflowers. Heather always has really good ideas and <clears> like, we'll kind of map it out. And yeah, and I'll like throw in something like, can we do this? Or this is what I'm thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, the sunflowers are Kansas enough, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. Chances as fuck. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Only I can't put that on. Jesus, I can't put that shit on my t-shirts. Right. Kansas as fuck, yeah, I'm right. sorry. You can do Kansas as heck. Like, I've got the I've got the t-shirt, Kansas as fuck, and, like, I want to wear it and everything, but I can't wear it out. Yeah, I've got those. Because... At any moment, I might run into a student, and right. then that would just like, uh, yeah, it'd screw everything up. Yeah, I mean, I've I, like I've got a pig face T shirt up in my closet. The back of it says "Eat shit, you fucking redneck." Right. Yeah. even told me when I ordered it, and she's like, "You're never going to be able to wear that." I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll oh, fucking yeah, 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 right yeah I want to fucking wear it." <laughs> it's in mint <laughs> condition. Uh, because exactly. Are you guys really there? Uh, yeah. Are you familiar with the band uh, Troglodyte from Kansas City? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so I uh, bought a shirt at one of their shows, and on the back, it's basically Bigfoot on the front, uh, you know, uh-huh. the frontal picture, and then he's also on the back in the back, and it's basically he's uh, taking a giant dump in the forest. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the text is, in my shit, you will be entombed. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. And I bought that oh. thinking, I'm going to wear this everywhere. Every day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another mint condition t-shirt, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I did during my 20s. I wore the shit out of my Soundgarden Louder Than Love t-shirt. Sure. If it's <laughs> in total fucking shot yeah. on the back. It's a great shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I think yeah. my mom my mom moved and I don't know what happened to that t shirt. It was probably not gonna last much longer anyway. What's the what's the controversial I'm not familiar then and what's the controversial thing? Oh, about it's, it's it's like the cover from Ladder Than Love on the front. Yeah, the freaky thing. You know, the classic Chris Cornell throwing his hair with a microphone right. and then on the back it says that. It, yeah. it says total fucking godhead on the back. Oh right. yeah. I forgot about that. That yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I don't have kids or anything, so I guess I can't but I it sounds like a sick ass t shirt to me. And it's not my kids I worry about. I'll, I'll wear my pick face shirt on the house like for PJs all the time. But yeah. Gotcha. I mean I, I teach too, so I've got the same problem. You know, oh, yeah. right on, yeah. right on. Yep. Yeah. So same problem. I'm glad I don't live in the same town that I teach. That's a blessing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
you know, but they still come here because we're kind of the bigger town. Columbia is kind of the bigger town than Jefferson yeah. City. Like, you know, so they might be out and about. You never know. But I can't wear a shirt that says eat shit, you fucking redneck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. It's like the Beastie Boys like shirt, um, the licensed ill tour that said uh, Beastie Boys on the front with yellow. And then I think it said on the back, get off my dick or whatever. Right. <laughs> everyone just put, <laughs> the next day, you know, everyone's like wearing their shirts to school. Like, I'm oh, cool. Yeah. I was at the show. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. on the weekday. But uh, there was a lot of duct tape on that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we had a friend who was sent home for wearing a Throco Cult shirt. It said cooler than Jesus on the back of it. Which wow. I thought, yeah. Wow. I didn't think it was that bad. No. Not at all. Well, I'm sure that was, a uh, yeah, back in the day, though. What was the, Nir- the uh, Nirvana shirt? Was like, what, like yes. the uh, crack smoking, Satan worshiping something? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That was another popular one. Yeah, it has a few more in there. I forget what they are, but yeah. yeah. I have a Bob Wayne shirt that has is a variation of that that's way worse. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I just I've always wondered about bands, you know, who do that and just even like the name of their band and stuff. Um not to push it way at the top, but I mean there's like hardcore bands like Anal Cunt. <laughs> yeah. Infant Annihilator. Right. How do you come up with that and think, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know well that alone is why it will sell right know? right you're in, like, a, you're in right. a niche market i suppose yeah. but you're never gonna get you know yeah. like even big black you know you either say oh, songs about fucking no, you know really uh, yeah right. yeah no shit <laughs> it's like, great album too excellent album <laughs> it's yeah. more that sticker that i've never put on anything because i'm like i want to put it on my car but i can't right. so yeah. i just still have it Oh my God, Cody! Do you know that you're like three years older than my daughter? <laughs> no. Yeah, you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, are you twenty? Are you twenty-seven now? I just turned twenty-seven. Oh my God! Yeah. I turned twenty-seven on July twenty-seventh. Oh, holy shit! And how fitting during a pandemic. Please make it through. Please make it through the year. The twenty-seven year. Oh my God, Liz! I did not even think about that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> holy, holy shit! Anyway, you guys just heard me not being in the band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are gonna take shifts watching out for you for a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh my right. God! Yes. He's got Cody tonight. Yep. Stay away from bathtubs. <laughs> bathtubs, ham sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Heroin. You know. Shotguns, shotguns, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Courtney Love. Yeah, stay away. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, Courtney Love. Yeah. 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 Stay away from Courtney. Cody, <laughs> this is a precarious year. It is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a rabbit's foot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hang out in your guest house. By yourself. Right. My guest house. (laughs) (laughs) Can we have a song called My Guest House? No, but we should. We really should. And that's a great thing. uh, You know, living in Lawrence, being a college town, when everybody moves out at the end of July, towards like the last week of July, if you live in an apartment complex, there are like all sorts of like empty apartments where like the guys just like leave the door open. And that can honestly like be your guest house for like (laughs) 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 management isn't going to check for a solid week. 
You know not. <laughs> you're done. I mean, you walk by and the door is like, you know, three days, that door's still open. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're staring at one of those doors right now. It's like, yeah. in, in Lawrence, Kansas, you can live rent-free for the last week of July at the very least. Yeah, that's know? true. We yeah. might have to move around the rest of the year, but, you know. It is fucking havoc on moving weekend. Like, I guess that's literally this weekend right now is moving weekend. Yes, it is. Yeah, living in a college town. That was like when I looked for furniture if I needed some. For, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Oh, somebody's going to get rid of a good couch. Yeah. Crazy what these kids are throwing the fuck away, dude. <laughs> it's just insane. Like, some people just live in an entirely different world than like we do, you yeah, know? Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Your parents pay for everything. Even like Mizzou here, there's like they have an auction like once a year. Oh, that's cool. I mean, just people fucking walking away from things like laptops and being yeah. like, you know, we're going to start the bidding in a dollar. I mean, you never get away what? with that. Uh, you never that's get away with a good idea. idea that's crazy. Like, that's a yeah. really good idea. Does the money go to the school? Yeah. Yep. Cool. And it's, <laughs> it's literally, it's literally like, you know, privileged kids leaving shit behind that they yeah. don't care about and yeah. they've gone home. I don't want to take this with me anymore. Like, right. Oh, that, like, that's a year and a half. That iPad's so heavy. But it's mostly, it's mostly like mini fridges and shit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of privileged kids. I live very close to, to KU and I was just sitting out on, on my porch, on my front porch, and I watched three carloads of dudes pull up. There's a party. Uh, Right. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Serious. They the poor guys, they were like, you know, like there'd be a carload of a dude. <laughs> carload of dude, right? Um, four four dudes in the car. Mm-hmm. Four, four dudes in the car. Two of them have masks, two of them don't. Right. What do the two dudes with the masks do? <laughs> right. Right? Like you guys should really be more responsible. Okay, shots. Like, right. so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what did they do? I watched them. They stuffed them in their pockets. Wow. And right. it went on. I'm like, hello. We've got twenty thousand people about to enter our town right now. Yeah. Right. And yep. that's the twenty thousand of these motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Twenty thousand of those motherfuckers. That's exactly right. I guess so salty every fucking ball yeah well you gotta go you gotta have one when you go to the liquor store bro so it's like you know that's what yeah. they're there for that's all yeah. we give a shit about that's why we have like 40 fucking liquor stores in this town <laughs> right. that's true yeah. oh we easily, do easily oh, like true. literally 40 <laughs> oh yeah they actually threw away rolls of toilet paper this year that's like actually uh, happened oh, no. See, I, I wonder how uh, this is actually affecting like uh, the checking of fake ids with everybody having to wear masks oh uh, that's an interesting thing like that well, kids have been like throwing on masks and doing like old woman or old man makeup in order to get like booze and Dressing cigarettes. Dressing like and grandmas shit. to no, go get No, I just imagine booze. like you know groups of freshmen hanging around like, all right, who's got the oldest eyes? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Everyone, come gaze into my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, can t- I can tell you here in Columbia, and I don't want to name names because I'm all about like freedom. But there's the <laughs> there's a liquor store here where you can literally order. You just call in your order. You give them a debit card. Damn. And you're just like, okay, I need this. It's got to be like over forty bucks or whatever. But you order your liquor, um, have it sent to your house. You just leave payment or pay over the phone on the porch. What? You leave a note that just says, "I'm social distancing. Thank you." <gasps> and they just drop off your fucking liquor. Nobody checks. Oh. <laughs> 
So literally, wow. all you need is just like a debit card, which you can get at 18. Yeah. Surely there's got to be some kids in town who are just like, woohoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I would be. Oh, yeah. Well, wouldn't you think, like, just like with the nervousness of being like 17 years old and trying to pull that off, you wouldn't like, totally like, like yeah. over explain in your letter. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or of course, when you're like me too, you're like calling you like, hey, yeah, I need uh, you know, uh, get the cigarettes seven. Uh, that hurts. The factory shut down. Like, thank you, young man, delivery yeah. driver. I am a 94 year old World War veteran <laughs> who appreciates you dropping this <laughs> liquor off at my front porch without checking my identification. Order dumb stuff because it's like, you know, when you were trying to drink, you know, or right. uh, like Boone's Farm and Goldschlager. Yeah, right. it's like you wouldn't know what to order. And for me, it would be like <laughs> probably whatever I heard my parents talking about. Oh, which sure. would be- <laughs> something from like the 40s i'd be trying yeah. to order that party <laughs> and I'd be like what fucking what yeah. do you have any mad hot what's the the new one the white claw shit, you know what's the new shit that everybody's drinking now oh um white claw yeah and truly's and shit Truly, gross. Right. I need two handles of Popov to make some bunch punch, young man. <laughs> oh my god, John, you need to be a fucking voice actor. That was a that was amazing. Yes, that was great. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like some Canadian mist. I'd probably order that. I'd like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. Yeah. We're fucking killing Heather right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Uh, we're gonna put together a laugh track. <laughs> so, are we telling? I mean, are we talking about things you want us to talk about, or do you have questions yeah, for us? I know how it is. Yeah. So, I hear you guys have a band. You know, yeah, yeah, we got a band. So we kind of do that. We do that. <laughs> Matt's actually at my house holding me at gunpoint. So. <laughs> I was hoping we'd do the video chat so I could blink SOS. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Cody. Yes. I guess I can... We had um we had a cool practice. What was that last weekend where yeah. we did it outside? We did it on the back porch, yeah. Yeah, we're doing like an acoustic thing. Yeah. I have a couple congas and uh Heather has an acoustic guitar, so we're kinda like stripping everything back. Yeah, I'm just trying not to judge people immediately even if i see like a fucking maga hat or something like i'm trying not to judge them immediately at least right. like the whole way right it's hard there's well, a lot that's of hard. I, I have no idea to just start like a fundraiser to pay to, to pay to have a bunch of maga masks made mm-hmm. just for the hope that maybe they'd wear them if you could just pass those out it's been going on wow. yeah i've been yeah. seeing it a lot like i saw this lit- video like literally a couple hours ago of like this big like mass printing machine printing MAGA mass. It was just in like on this like whatever right wing Facebook page and there's like a fucking ton of likes comments. So I think, you know, Trump being seen or whatever in the in a mask is actually changing the way they do it. Yeah. Just the glance at it. Yeah. But still the idiocy. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that I really have to try and be patient with people with. And I'm not succeeding very well at all. Because it just ah it pisses me off and people will, and I, I've been pointing this out, will simultaneously argue, Oh my God, this virus is a hoax. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then hydrochloro, what the fuck, will fix <laughs> it. It'll cure the hoax. We'll fix it, yeah. Right. Hoax, if you want to fix the hoax. Yeah. We need to do like a MAGA themed demon sperm bukkake video. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Here come the eye rolls. <laughs> This is when you mute my track. <laughs> Cody, how many drummers has Vedettes have? <laughs> Keyword had. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Vinny <laughs> before Cody. MBC. Yeah. <laughs> there was a news story about sperm, um, like a legitimate news story about sperm yesterday. Oh, good Lord. Oh, Here we go. Go on. <laughs> And not, not just any old sperm. I love how it's like the sausage farting. This is a very phallic podcast so far, and I did not expect that. Freedom Tower. Freedom Tower. Freedom Tower. Freedom Tower. <laughs> no, this was all over the internet yesterday. We, like, we found out that sperm don't swim the way that we thought they did. We're, like Their tails just wagging back and forth, but they apparently like spiral like otters. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, when they swim, and it's like they were linked to like the Fibonacci sequence and, and everything. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Every, everything is. My thinking on that is, why did we not know that before? Yeah. I mean, can you not look into a microscope and see that? Well, they're little. No. They're just little. I know they're little. I know they're little. I get all. <laughs> From what I heard, I guess this guy who made this discovery was like, it was just, it's so many things that we're taking for granted. He's just like, for years, I looked at videos of these and it's like, this sperm looks like it's just like flailing and dying, right? Yeah. Like it's not doing well. And now we have the capability to look at like fluids in a microscope or, you know, as these things can be active and everything else, but they've just discovered this, I guess, because they've just taken for granted for years that that's how it worked. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just, it's, it's kind of funny how, you know, how much of this stuff basing in science and everything else. We- I would say we're, we're too comfortable in our own reality and we just accept that everything is the way, it, you know, and it's just not, we're so wrong about like right. pretty much everything. Oh yeah. Wow. You know? So all of our little sex ed videos from like the 50s that we had to watch, those are all wrong? Yeah, like (laughs) if you can imagine that. Yep. But anything that we're seeing because they're so small is going to be like blown up on a screen of some sort. So you're only seeing a 2D image of it. That's, yeah, something they said. Ooh, yeah, you wouldn't even be able to notice the spiral. Right. And it's like, it's new technology. They're only able to mention this. But I mean, it was kind of the fact that nobody was looking into it or nobody reanalyzed it or anything. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's nothing as gross as Bukaki, but. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of go- just going back and forth. Right. Like a dolphin's tail. Right. Now they go in a spiral. Is that what you're telling me? Now we know yeah. they do. Now we they know they <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they were like, oh shit, they're watching. Let's pull out our tricks. They were like, hey, do a backstroke. Van, uh, shut up, by the way. God damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just like taking over the whole thing. It's entirely too much. I, I know, I know. Everywhere I go, I hear the same thing. <laughs> it's okay. I work with John. So. Is this the way that things go, or are we. You know, is this nope. is this okay or this is how it is. There, there's a reason we call it undetermined. <laughs> oh shoot! Right, right. It's just going to go wherever the fuck it's going to go. And like last week, we we talked to Steve Albini. You think we talked about Nirvana? No, we didn't talk about that shit. We just talked. Oh yeah, <laughs> right on. How was the old dude? Was he all right? He was pretty cool. Okay, good. It, what's funny is it's probably the one with the like world renowned 
audio engineer is the one that has like the shittiest audio quality of just about any episode that we've done. That's fitting. John has had the wrong mic turned on. Oh, that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, God, that just kills me. His computer microphone instead of his USB, he had the wrong one turned on. Yeah. Steve couldn't get on Zencaster or the other program that we use, so we just had to go to Skype, and that automatically doesn't sound as good. And it was just his his laptop in his studio and you could hear like a fan blowing in the background and oh shoot <laughs> that's excellent wow <laughs> that's great but honestly it was like kind of a relief for me because i was the guy that was going to edit it and i would have worried like oh my god i am editing something for like one of the greatest engineers in the world right right, <laughs> right. yeah right and the, when it, when that happened i'm like it can't be salvaged there's just no you know, fixing this the way I would want to fix. So I just let it go. <laughs> and that was nice. I took my uh, freshman in college, my first spring break ever to Chicago so I could go to Pravda and Wax Tracks. Right. Yeah. The Wax Tracks. Uh... Yeah. The pilgrimage. Yeah. <laughs> the Wax Tracks pilgrimage. And I think I like met Albini at the outhouse in 89. I think it was when the Rape Man tour. Right. I'm pretty sure. Right. Right. Yep. That fucking band name, man, was not a great choice. God. Man. Terrible. He has said in other interviews, well, he just said with Coda Neutron, he was talking to him that he was like, it's one of his biggest regrets. Yeah. And said that it's, you know, he's, he's surprised that he hasn't been called out more on it. And he deserves to be called out on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Liz. Yes. I want you to talk about women in rock that you admire and love. Go. Uh, the first person that came to mind would be Denver Finch of L7. Mm-hmm. I love L7, yeah. Um, I love her. I like Sean from White Zombie. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's so many. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. of course, those are bass players. But um, Bianca from Betty Blowtorch. Yes. She was super special to me i used to go see them at the bottleneck and there'd be like two or three people there and we would always talk and she would always say keep playing her goodbye every time i saw her was keep playing so dude liz you have some of the most fucking epic story like liz just like for a second went and grabbed in the bag and pulled out that (laughs) 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 i just posted the other day the uh liz showed me her uh white uh, screaming cheat, screaming tree. What is it? Seven inch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sub pop single. Dude, she pulled it out of the original fucking UPS packaging, dude. Wow, crazy. Wow, that blew, that blew <laughs> my mind, dude. No, that's that's one thing that I struggle with, and Heather and I have this conversation a lot. Is like, I really like a lot of you know, I'm like a '90s kid, uh-huh. right? So much good music, and I didn't even start playing until. I don't know, 98, mm-hmm. 99, maybe. Right. On. My goal was to play my first show before I turned 30. And I play my first show nine days after I turned 30. Nice. So um, a late bloomer. But I guess the point is, is that all those bands in the 90s, and I know there's, you know, labels and right. marketing and media and who got noticed and right. pushed to the front. I get, I get that. Sure. But it was cool. Because I was like, there's so many bands and like, it's all this stuff that I got into. And one thing that I struggle with right now is, you know, there was Kitty 
right. on the new metal scene. And I love them and manhole yeah, and a tourist and all that, but it sucks because I just feel like, where is that now? Yeah. You know? It was kind of like all the nineties bands that were like all the rocker girls. And then it went into the two thousands and then like nothing. Right. I mean, even locally in our scene, yeah. you know, that's a thing for vedettes is like, I always want to find our, you know, brother and sister bands. Right. I've always wanted to find these bands where there are other women playing heavy music that we can kind of like, you know, bond with. Exactly. Because I've always supported any girl, woman, any person that identified in that way to to play heavy music. And we definitely, I feel like there's this weird empty space with, you know, those people playing heavy music and it's, it's really hard. I miss it a lot. Agreed. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one other band in town that's like heavy and like has women. Mm -hmm. I think it's Oxford remedy, but they're not really heavy. I'm trying to think of one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times, like when we get asked to play shows, it's that we're really more paired by gender than we are by musical style sometimes. Oh, hell yeah. We are now. We are now. And, and I always try to find like the balance. Like, what is it? Because I've been like the, you know, and Heather can identify with this. It's like, you know, I've been the only woman, right. You know, girl or whatever in a band with all dudes playing heavy music. And so then you're going to get, you're going to play with every dude band that plays heavy music. That's fine with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like to play with my friends. I like it when I know people on the bill, I like to play for like cool bands that I love. You know, I don't want to play with jerks. That goes back to like the asshole. No thing talking about earlier, yeah. but it is weird right now because we get paired with a lot of bands where if there are girls in the band, women in the band, then we get to play with them. And it's like, it's not a good fit. Most of the time. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, just the few shows I've played with, like, I, that totally resonates. If if there were not women in our band, we would not have been asked to play this show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, um, like, if, 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 if these two bands uh, were all male, they, like, no one would have seen this band and thought, oh, these people should open for them. Yeah. 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 And that hurts my feelings, honestly. Definitely. I could see how it would. Yeah. Well, it's like when you've been, you know, and it, it's, it's such a weird thing because we play heavier music. Mm-hmm. It's just bizarre because they don't know what to do with us. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is a little bit of like ageism. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. I've like turned my, like I've turned away from that for so long, but I had to admit that it's a thing and I don't know. It's hard. Sure. Mm-hmm. We'll play with anyone, but yeah. That's not to say that we we uh we haven't played you know the type of shows that are befitting to a band that plays the type of music as us. It happens, you know, and and it, but it's just it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of like one out of three shows that we get asked to do, like actually you know feel like shows that we should have anything to do with. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's a big portion. Well, and it's interesting too, bringing up punk rock and just when you're thinking about female acts associated with that. I'm sure there's plenty of that going around with sexism, plenty of that going around with marketing, but there was also, I, I guess I'm just thinking of artists like uh Dyna cancer, for example, from 45 grave mm-hmm. or like just thinking about the cramps or, or thinking about. It was a band in a KC called the bad ideas. Oh yeah. Fucking great. 
and like legitimately heavy. Right. And it's like those females are like Daniel Stamp who, in Guar and things like that. They brought, they brought an element to it that even though they were marketing, you know, the girls in the fishnets and, you know, yeah, all that shit. I mean, that, that was all part of it. But they brought something to the dynamic of, of the music yeah. that was important, too. And I think a lot of people were listening to the music before they ever saw the acts or before they ever saw the posters or anything else like that, you know. Yeah. L7 is a distinct sound. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a great band. I don't care what kind of generals they have. <laughs> Were you guys at the Truman for the, for the L7 show? Uh, no, no, I wasn't Truman. No, but I, I did see them open for uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, God, I don't know what year that was. Yeah, I was at that in Springfield. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 90 something. It's a good show. Cool. Yeah, I saw them with. Um, BC Boys and House of Pain at Memorial Hall. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy wow. fucking shit. Wow. <laughs> God damn. I wonder how that came together. <laughs> that was before you were born, Cody. So Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen L7 with all of their bass players. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Wow. The same with National Pussy. I've seen them with all of their bass players. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's for yeah. another example. Yeah, well, I've seen vedettes with all of their bass players. So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> all their drummers. And- yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's No, yeah, I have seen all of your drummers. No, that's not true. Because didn't you guys play with dude from They Watch Us From The Moon for a while? No, no, but in Honey Baby we did. Which oh, is okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I might have yeah. seen all your drummers. Then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you probably have. Man, Dave Melody was so good. He was a great fit for you guys. Stop, Cody. Fuck. He's so good. <laughs> Whatever. You guys remember Frog Pod? Yes, I love them. Somebody just said Frog Pod? Yeah. Yeah, Frog yeah. Pond. I love them. As somebody was asking the other day, like, I think it was Mikey Die was asking, like, who have you seen the most live ever? Mm. And I was like. I remember that. Yeah, and I come in. Ice Cube is who it is. That's wow! Cool. Um, wow! Yeah, and it's it's mainly because the rap rock era. Like like I went. I was like 13 years old. I went to go see. I love this feather in my cap, but I went to go see NWA and Easy E mm. when I was like 13. <laughs> wow! Yeah. The other one was seeing things where you're talking about like uh, you know putting yourself maybe in a potentially dangerous situation. Right. It, it was. I was 13 years old. Uh, I was one of the only white people there. Me and another kid who was also 13 years old and got dropped off by her parents and we totally do them. CNWA? CNWA and Easy e <laughs> Right yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, awesome. But they yeah. Like, parents uh, didn't know who they were no, at that time. They had no idea. They had no idea what they were dropping us off. You wouldn't have been there. If they yeah. Did. And we told them just like, oh, drop us off here. And we walked like three blocks to go, you know. And I think one of the big things was like, uh, Dre was even talking like back in the day, he was like, we're making sure that we're playing like you know, to some neighborhoods where music doesn't necessarily get to you and everything else like that. So yeah, it was in Peoria, Illinois, in a you know pretty rough neighborhood. But uh, good thing they did. Wow. It's, I mean, it made yeah. it made them iconic. That's like a brilliant yeah. PR move. It was, and, and it was a great show. And yeah. nothing happened. Didn't have an incident. Uh, everybody was very nice to us. And fuck yeah, man. Um, and everything else. It was a great fucking time. But the funny thing was, it was just like Ice Cube kept opening up for like everybody. That, like during that rap rock era, <laughs> like it's like hey, yeah, yeah Ice Cube. It's like I didn't even know he was playing half the time. So I saw Ice Cube something like seven or eight times. Wow, I just saw him once, and I think that was a Lollapalooza or something. Yeah, we saw Ice T on Lollapalooza. 
Yeah, saw him too. Yes, and I saw I saw him at Liberty Hall. Oh yeah, Ice Tea or Ice Cube? Ice Tea with like eye to eye. I think it was like a. It was weird. It was like sponsored. I think like MTV 120 Minutes, and oh. I think that was a night before they did that secret show at the outhouse, which I did not get. To oh yeah, was it a was it a body count show or an Ice Tea show? Body count. Oh, oh, yeah. You wow. told me about this show. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder if maybe Matt Chamberlain's mine after talking to him last week. He's been with so many different artists. I bet you yeah, I've seen him several times that I didn't even realize he was on the bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Matt Freeze. Matt Freeze just plays with fucking everyone, dude. Josh Freeze. Or my best. <laughs> I'm like I'm like five beers deep right now since we started this. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I got my internet got cut off. We were talking to Matt Chamberlain, and just like at the end, and we were talking, and they brought up Billy Goat. I love Billy Goat. Yeah, Billy Goat. He, he brought up he brought up the singer Billy Goat, which I didn't recognize the name, and then my internet got cut off, and I was like, how the fuck do I know him? I was like, oh, that's Tree Frog from Billy Goat. Matt was still on with him, but yeah, he didn't you say that he said that he just started that? He was like. He found it. Yeah. Like he started Billy Goat. Yeah. Wow. Those were some crazy fucking shows, too. Yeah. I, I emailed him back. I'm like, I, I was just wondering if I saw you at any of those shows so that I've seen Billy Goat. Sure. And I was just like, there are some things that can't be unseen. <laughs> there were. Ooh. Yeah. I have seen some things at a Billy Goat show that I have not <laughs> yep. seen anywhere yeah. else. That is That goes down as previously unsaid sentences. Yes. <laughs> oh, Cody. Cody doesn't know anything about Billy Goat. Billy Goat. I actually don't know anything about anything. Just so. not Billy Goat. <laughs> the last time I saw them was on a flatbed truck, like in downtown Lawrence. Right. I think it was like the by the sandbar. There was like some party, and they had a flatbed truck that like blocked off the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people mock making love to vegetables and. Uh-huh. <laughs> All sorts of things, right? Hot dogs, Hot dogs, yeah, yep. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Yep, I've got it in my head now. Yeah, chef. Yep, good times. Was it Freedom Tower? <laughs> Vegetable <laughs> penis. Freedom Tower. Such as fat. <laughs> Brought to you by New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> That makes me think of the old SNL skit with, uh, what was it, Jason Sudeikis was on it. Massengill. <laughs> oh. Isn't Jason Sudeikis, like, from here or something? Kansas yes. City? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yep. Huh. I think so. Him yeah. and, like, Paul Rudd. Yes, both of them. <laughs> I think Jason Sudeikis went to the other high school, not mine. And, yeah, in KC. I went to Shiny Mission North. I think you went to like Shiny Mission South or something. Uh, how old is he? He's like my age. He's 27 like me. 27. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very dangerous year for him. <laughs> yeah. I have something. Um, you know, you kind of as a group decide what you want to do like during all of this and what you're agreement is and it's hard to like watch venues like mm. places that you played a ton all have different rules yeah. and are trying to like step back in slowly or not and then watching the bands do the same thing yeah it's really hard because you want to be you know you think about solidarity and i understand that people that 
do things for a living have to try to figure out a way to make a living. I completely understand that. So those of us that have steady income from our day job or whatever, I mean, we can kind of hang back, but it's, it's a hard time right now because, you know, people that I've known forever, you know, we have differing opinions Right. all of a sudden. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to be patient. A lot of us are like at each other's throats right now, yeah. especially recently. Yeah. It's like watching a community and, and, you know, throughout the years, there's always a thing about like, you know, Topeka bands <clears throat> sometimes don't get some love in yeah. Lawrence when they're trying to book shows yeah. historically. And then I've always felt like Lawrence and, in, you know, Kansas City, we're kind of all the same community, but now not so much. We live in different cities, counties, states, yeah. and we're all looking for leadership. We're all looking for some person to say, this is what we're going to do. Right. And it's pitting venues against venues, bands against bands. Yep. And we're all just trying to survive. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Dude, Liz is so fucking smart. God damn. <laughs> that blew my mind. I never had not thought about it that way. And it's exactly the crux of what it comes down to. I agree 100%. It's, just, it's the lack of leadership, the lack of guidance. Yeah. The lack of anybody taking any responsibility. In a lot of ways, that's just trying to pass the buck on not trying to accept responsibility for anything or, or you know, litigation or anything else that's going on mm-hmm. but it leaves you holding the bill and that's what's bullshit about it is the fact that we can't it's like essential versus non-essential what do these things mean right what do they mean for somebody who's getting paid for a performance like that even if it's an intimate performance you know is it essential to their job mm-hmm. you know it's, that's really what it comes down to i think everything from schools reopening to everything else we just don't have the leadership we need we don't have the guidance we need yeah and that should be guided by science right not by opinion. Right. I agree. But that's sadly not the world we're living in right now. Uh, yeah. It's logic versus ideology right now. Uh-huh. And they're at loggerheads. Yeah. And I, I swear it depends on who it's coming from. Yeah. If you're an educated liberal elite, you're a fucking asshole. I hate you. I'm going to disagree with you no matter what. Yeah, immediately. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And guess what? Sorry, they're right a lot of the time. I know that pisses you off. And that's why they get pissed off. These fucking smug assholes think they know it all. And then they do. And then they do, yeah. A lot of the time. <laughs> but it's just, you know, in like, in like service industry, people are like family because, you know, it's like we play bars and mm-hmm. those are all of our friends. A lot of those people are in bands and it just, it sucks. Yeah. You know, they're just trying to get by and, you know, like literally when you can bring in a pizza to a bar to keep it open, mm-hmm. yeah. it's tough. They're just trying to do what they can because like a lot of bars are like staying open. So if they are not comfortable with going back, if they refuse to go back, then they can't get unemployment right? because they just refused occupation. Yeah. How fucked up is that? It's fucked up. Then they yeah. have, they're like kind of fo- like literally kind of forced into doing this because it's either that or you have no money yeah. at all. No income. Yep. I can't imagine the lawsuits that are coming out of this at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those that are brewing yeah. even right now. Yeah. I went to go get beer and they had like signs up. It was like, we may not have a lot of stuff because some breweries are not doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there's like an aluminum shortage, I guess. Dude, this country doesn't have 50 fucking years left. (laughs) Seriously. Oh my God. First time we have to deal with something real. No, fuck no. We crumble like 
please. No. What's the aluminum shortage thing? I guess what it is, is like a lot of bars like had kegs. So they were like selling off uh-huh. their kegs or whatever. But I guess a lot of it is instead of like craft breweries and stuff, it's like we can't waste the beer. We have to can it. Oh. And they're also trying to survive by, you know, the beer that you would get mm-hmm. at the brewery like when you walk into a bar and have it like on keg like on tap or whatever they're having to can it oh, I to get it out the door yeah so i guess there's like an aluminum shortage i heard uh, that makes sense and the funny thing is it's like so many people have upped their drinking to a crazy amount since yep. this pandemic yeah. like I'm going to hit the raise my hand. Yeah. But yet, but yet the, the alcohol industry, I guess, is still suffering because of the shutdown of bars, you know, and just like how yeah. much that really impacts, you know, the, uh, the consumption is. I mean, liquor stores were deemed essential in the very beginning. Right. You know, yeah. that's just, that's just, I think that just says a lot. Yeah. So this is my thinking about that. Uh-huh. You know, when we go to bars as musicians, it's not about just drinking. Right. For musicians, it's about... I mean, social interaction and and mm-hmm. networking and... <laughs> yeah, all of that. It's so much shit, yeah. No, I understand. I, you know, I think I do. Yeah, that's it's all, it's all part of it and just kind of like that was brought up, just how can something like a liquor store be deemed something that's a necessity or an essential business when there's so many more aspects to something like a live performance to benefit a community a lot more than just somebody going out and grabbing a bottle of whiskey, coming back home and getting hammered. Right. You know, the art element, the um, communal element, all those things like, well, that's not essential. Yeah. Well, you know what? And you could make the argument and I know a lot of fundamentalists would never go for it, but it's fucking true is that's church for people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For a lot of people. We're we're finding out now that, you know, people are going the fuck off because they don't have the outlet, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's the church, it's the therapy, you know? We don't have that. It's just gone. Yeah. Sorry, that like really struck a chord with me, Matt. Like, that shit tears me the fuck up. Yeah. And it tears up all of us, man. Yeah. You see it. You see it from musicians and you see it from people that just love music. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the only reason it doesn't make me furious is just keeping it out of my mind. Because if I thought about it too much, it- yeah, you quickly realize the difference between like playing at home, practicing with your band, and then like the live shows. Mm-hmm. It's like all of a sudden you're like, yeah, something's completely missing. Like that's, you know, it's your community and seeing people, and yeah, it's it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's officially been a long fucking time since I've ever seen a band play. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. And it's looking pretty bleak on it happening. Yeah. Since, you know, at, at full capacity again. Since I started playing, I've only had one other break other than this one. And it was horrible. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the best thing that came from that is my dog. You know, I mean. Facts, dude. Yeah, this is the longest I've gone without playing in my like entire life since I started. Hmm. Right on. I just miss everybody. <laughs> this sucks. We're gonna plug a couple Morrissey tracks in here uh, just to cheer ourselves up. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no! Oh, Heather, oh my god, girlfriend <laughs> in a coma. <laughs> yeah. Heather uh, knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Oh my god. My wife hates when I sing like Morrissey or I try to. Oh yeah. (laughs) Good for her. I gotta say I'm not into it either. I will say How Soon Is Now is one of my favorite songs. That's a great song. I remember like getting to watch like my you know growing up we had the main tv and then we had like the tv in my parents bedroom with like a little black and white tv Hmm. and i remember seeing that video for how soon is now and like getting on my phone and calling like everybody (laughs) look at mtv right now it was amazing yeah johnny mark guitar can't top it I was, uh, yeah, I was in the Morrissey Law and the Cure. And I think that was kind of a Midwestern disposition, even as like a young skater. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't tell my friends that that's what I like, but that was all I had access to, you know? Mm-hmm. We were just, uh, I was over at Ben's house the other day, uh, like uh, me, Ben, Mark, and, and uh, Liz. And uh, I brought up the Deftones does, I didn't know it was a cover, but if only tonight we could sleep. Yeah. And apparently that's the cure. Yeah. And um, Mark then put on that album and it was like, and I've never gotten into the cure and I was like kind of into it. Yeah. We should do another one with like a trivia round or like a. Would you rather? Yeah. What's your favorite would you rather question? I have one. Oh my God. Would you rather be born with a head the size of a watermelon or the size of an orange? Oh my God. What? For the rest of your life, you have to have a head that's the size of a watermelon or the size of an orange. Wait, so is, do I, am, um, I, am I reborn? No. Well, it depends on what my body looks like. Let's say, yeah. okay, let's put it this way. You are who you are now, but you've lived your life thus okay. far with a mm-hmm. head the size of a watermelon or the size Without of a Without having actually experienced oh, with it no, or think, my memories. Right. I no, think melon head is probably a no. Like no cognitive oh, function deficits or advantages or anything else like that. Just okay. just simply the size of your fucking Good melon. Lord. I guess it wouldn't matter. I'll just pick one. I guess orange. It doesn't matter <laughs> if if I'm if I'm me. It is like you know whatever. Yeah, I've always kind of thought. I mean, you're not going to be very attractive either way. Yeah. Um, so let's look at the idea as though what you have to support up there because I think I think a watermelon would be exhausting. Yeah, because when you get older, but you might you build up older, neck muscles, right? You know, yeah. you might. Yeah, uh, you'd look like uh, the guy from Slipknot. Have you ever seen his neck? It's fucking. It's oh crazy. my god! <laughs> Which guy? Hello, Cody. Uh, Which guy? There are like ten of them. That's a fair. The, the, the singer guy, right? Corey, is that his name? Corey Taylor. I, I yeah. actually Corey met him. Taylor? Yeah, yeah, I met him outside of the Granada when he was doing uh, uh, a, a solo tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played oh. the Granada. I was just drinking at fucking Louise's, and I like went to go order more beer before going to the back porch again, mm-hmm. and uh, looked over and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking Corey Taylor, mm-hmm. I guess." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like walked over and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And then like walked back. It was weird and cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fun story, Ben and I went up to uh, Des Moines to see Slipknot at Harry Mary's, mm-hmm. and it was the night before they went out on their first OzFest. Oh, Ben's told me and, this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we went to an Italian restaurant to eat uh, pasta, I guess, and Mick was there with his girlfriend. Nice. And what was the cool thing was, like, Ben and I had no money whatsoever so we like shared the most, like the cheapest thing on the menu. But <laughs> right. what was cool is his girlfriend, Mick's girlfriend at the time, 
was like, yeah, I got to get home to do all of his laundry and help him pack <laughs> for the tour. <laughs> but, and she had this like, like little silver lunchbox. So it was like, like a little metal lunchbox uh-huh. and it was all silver, but she had a slipknot sticker on it. Mm. And she mm-hmm. was like, look, this is my slipknot lunchbox. And I was like, this is amazing. What's crazy is they started making them like a year to uh, two years it was awesome. that. Yeah. And I have a friend that has one. So I was like, huh. yeah, you got your slipknot lunchbox. That's crazy. <laughs> but that was like, to me, the most positive thing yeah. out of that is like, yeah. There actually is a Slipknot lunchbox. Yeah. Like, yeah she made it, like, it happened. Good job, Liz. Anyway, right. Yeah. No, it, that. that's amazing. It was a fun story. That's no, it crazy. Is. It's a great story. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or mm. know now everything your future self will learn? Hmm. Can you repeat the question? Yes, because it's kind of complicated. So yes. would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now, like you're five and you know everything that you know up to this point, or know now everything your future self will learn or will know? Hmm. Ooh. I would choose five, I think. Yeah. Seems like you get a, bit, a big jump on shit, doesn't it? Like, you know, yeah, it does. I would be five because then I would like own a bar slash venue. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, could, like, now that's that's kind of complicated. Given the pandemic, (laughs) that's a little, but then I would have been like, oh, yeah, I will store away three years of operating monies, right. If you could see into the future, though, you could see how the pandemic turns out and right. then make business decisions. Yeah. That but, would it's, but it's only up to true. today. But it's only up to today. Right. You don't know how the pandemic ends. But you well, I'm saying if, if you have, if you're today years old and you know everything you're going to know, then you would know how the pandemic turns out, and right. then well, it, be able to navigate that. that. Like my high school guidance counselors never said like Ben and I talk about this all the time. <clears> like they should have said open up a store where you sell toothpaste to people that need to brush their dog's teeth and all these spa service. I mean, who knew that like dog shit would be huge. Right. <laughs> who knew that yeah, dog I mean, shit would be huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's our semicolon tagline for the an indoor dog and an outdoor dog because you grew up in the country uh-huh. and nobody ever talked about you should brush dog your dog things feet. right yeah. oh, no. and nobody cares. you should they need special harnesses and they need these like things you need to clean their ears and all that it was like none of that and so right. counselors in high school should have said open up a dog store right all the dog stuff Ever. Yeah, well, make yeah, it's they don't know, right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, right. yeah, and the thing too is like, it, well, I mean, if you go back then to what you know now, you could have bought shares in Google, um, Microsoft. Yeah. You know, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
On the other hand, with that though, you would also be giving up a lot. If you go back to five, guess what? You're not going to the bar anymore for another twenty years, you know, or fifteen years anyway. But you could also you could also avoid some serious fucking mistakes, man. You could avoid some serious mistakes you made in the right. future too. Oh, like yeah. everything. Gee. Right. But you're, okay, yeah. you're also giving up. You're also giving I'm, up I'm, internet, I'm cell phones. Yeah. So I, I would I would rather know the future. Yeah, you're talking to someone with an art so. history degree. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> so uh, I got a degree in theater. Yeah, Matt has a degree in theater. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> do you want to ask any questions about my band? Is there anything that you feel like we need to know about the band that we haven't asked about? Yeah, uh, yeah that's a better question. Yep. Ephemeral is available on all streaming platforms. Okay. Um, hopefully, new stuff starts coming out soon. We've got nothing but time. Good. Got a new lineup, fresh ideas. Yes. Po- positive outlook. Anything else that you want to add? I love everyone that's uh, on part of this call that I'm on right now. Me too. Okay. We love you. Yeah. 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 Yep. This was a really good time. And I can't wait for us all to hang out sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. If everything ever calms down, we should like be in a room and do a fucking podcast. We should. We should. Yeah. We can get into some shit there, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. We can do that. We've got boards and stuff like that. Yep. I got a USB mixer. That would be amazing. That would be great. All right. Well, everybody wear a mask, and then maybe someday we can do that. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We'll just do it out in the yard. Everybody bring a mask and a mic, and <laughs> we'll not, just, I'm not just scream. Columbia yeah. is a beautiful town. I would love to be back yeah. there. Yeah. You guys are welcome to come here. It's a pretty big house. Me too. I haven't been there in ages. Love you guys. We love you too. Thanks for coming right. on, guys. We love had a you. Time. Bye. 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 Have a good night. Bye. 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 Hey dandies, Matt here. The gang from Bidets asked if they could do a quick check-in after their episode, and this left John and I asking ourselves, is there such a thing as too much Bidets? The answer is clearly no. So enjoy the bonus material and check out this great band if you haven't already. Thanks guys. Here we go. Has now it's showing. I can't me. do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> wow, the voice is pretty good. That was pretty right on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? We're we're recording now. We're back on. Thank Thanks you for time. having us again. Yeah, Thank, Thank you for you doing so this. Much. Yeah. Well, we had a fun time the last time, and we're glad we can actually <laughs> oh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you were on the receiving end. No. <laughs> so, how have you guys been? Like this? Uh, yeah. Exactly like this. No, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we played, getting through it. We played a yeah. show, right? At some point. Social, I don't know when that happened. Party. It seemed like a year ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we played a party, right. a friend's it's party. A little- Outside in their driveway. <laughs> and it's so awkward and it's so weird because you're staying far away from everybody yeah. while you're partying with them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we yeah. our own mics and we sanitized stuff and we wore masks oh. and I tried. Mm. It was not right. well, we were like 30, 30 feet. Oh yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, but like when we were like, you know, actually playing. But yeah, it was it was cool. They live like out far away, like over the bridge, and so Mm -hmm. it was a thing where it was uh, a few people were messaged to come over, and some people came over, and they like you know had their uh, lawn chair out in the driveway, and so it was pretty cool. It was awesome. Like the relief was just unexpectedly immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like I knew I would love it, but damn. Yeah. You kind of show up not knowing what it's going to be, you know, in these times and like, okay, is everybody going to be cool? And then when you, once you see everybody's being completely yeah, cool. Dude. Yeah. I mean, people are and, fucking uh, desperate. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, just, yeah. You know, I would do anything to do shows. A little know? human content, right, like a little bit of live music. Yeah. 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 Getting to that point where you feel like, okay, this is safe. And then like, okay, I can just let loose. Yeah. I can it see just, that yeah. Really so, everyone was cool, you know, really. Mm-hmm. Well, and we knew them all stuff. too. It wasn't yeah, like right. it was a, like a, it was a, it was a birthday party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So it was, you know, they were all people that, mm-hmm. you know, are in our close circle um, and that we, you know, we knew. So, you know, yeah. it wasn't a risky yeah, l- luckily yeah. enough, it was a controlled environment. It's yeah. one of those things mm-hmm. where there were, uh, you know, no wild cards allowed kind of thing. Yeah. And that's, that's right. about what you can do. No. That no. makes a difference. That makes sure. a ba- it would make a big difference for me. Yeah. yeah. There, there's, certainly yeah. A, there's certainly a way to do it. I mean, it, it can be done, you know, and yeah. that's mm-hmm. just the thing you, you find when cases do get spread of any instances. It is some wild card or it is somebody showing up to a situation like that and they're just not paying attention to the rules and they're, you know, screwing it up for everybody. Yeah, um, it's just nice that we were none of us were put in the situ- in the position to like even tell anyone to fuck off. You know, like it right, didn't right, yeah. right. Because we're in a new like we went back. Oh my gosh, uh, we're in a new shutdown phase. Yeah. Like we're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. effective. Yeah, it's pain. crazy. Yeah, you guys played Sturgis, right? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's what we're talking about. What do you yeah. think we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck! Once shit told show. me the world. Yeah, yeah. South Dakota. You know, parties. I hate that we have to honestly like we like we have to qualify all of this with with you know all the the COVID mm-hmm. talk, even though it's important. But you know, and just to go back to you know like the feeling, like Cody mentioned. You know, it had been since February that we played a show and yeah. played in front of new people. Mm-hmm. And if I was, it's not that I was nervous, but it, it like it had been long enough that it didn't feel a hundred percent natural. Yeah. Right. And then oh, once yeah. we started playing, it just kicked in, yeah. and, and all of the muscle memory was there. All of it came back. Maybe some excitement for the songs that I hadn't had in a while. Right. You know, because we hadn't played them live in, in, in so long. Um, it, the songs kind of felt a little new, even though they're not, (laughs) it was like, Oh, oh, you know, this is great. We get to, and then just that feeling of playing with your friends and and it all fitting in a pocket, Yeah, you know, and that other Mm -hmm. people are listening and you kind of like look out at the, yeah, out and there, there was one friend who who I think had not actually seen us play before, and I watched his jaw drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, okay, I'm in my element now. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dumb so, ass gonna play with a fucking mask on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was hard. Yeah. You lived. You made it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ben pulled triple mm-hmm. duty and had a mask on the entire oh, yeah, time. Played yeah, Ben played fucking duty, I played three baby. sets that night with yeah. a mask on the entire time. And by the time I was done, wow. I'm going to go to my car and turn the air on and lay down. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. and please, no one bug me for a while. Yeah. And yeah. that's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know. I, I did too. I did too. Oh, I think I, we failed to mention that it was like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Nine o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that first hour, like when Blood Daubers was playing, I, I'm so lucky I brought water for yeah. real. Like, yeah. I pit, like, how many hours were we out there? And I pissed like one time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those, cat, those cats are used to masking up. They've been doing it for a while, too. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, so it turned out a thing where uh, all three bands that were playing that night, I, um, well, First of all, Vedettes, obviously, um, the, the people whose uh, place we had it at are a band in town called the Mad Kings. Uh, uh-huh. Liz, Liz sings in that band. She's a full-time member. I jump in with, uh, with them once in a while on guitar and stuff like that, which is really good, you know, Texas uh, right. blues kind yeah. of band. Actually, you guys are really fucking solid. Yeah. 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 It was good. So they did that. And then the Blood Daubers came down, and I just happened to be um, mixing their album for them. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I already knew all the songs just because, like, if I hear a song, I can figure it out in, like, you know, two minutes kind of thing. And I, and I was like, I'll play y'all set with you. They're like, uh, okay. And uh, they're like, we haven't, we haven't played in a long time, and it doesn't go uh, really all the time like it does on that album. So just kind of follow along. I'm like, okay. Here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm friends with uh, Terrence on Facebook, and he, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he shares a lot of he shares a lot of good yeah. music and stuff, and yeah, he's got really good taste, he's got a good ear for sure, good player too. All of the Mad Kings. Oh God, no! Oh, one podcast. Oh, <laughs> like forty of you motherfuckers. Yeah, I would, yeah, love to hear that. Honestly, yeah. I think that I would. That. I can bring in a max of five streams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They can share mics, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. Got mics on Randy. Randy has no mic. Chorizo. What? Chorizo? No, that, that's our drunk test with Randy. Yeah. Like, anytime uh, Randy gets to the point where he has a little trouble talking at night, we're kind of like, you know, just ask him if he wants any chorizo. And if he says, chorizo. That's how you can tell whether he can drum or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, it works. It's a good system. Nice. That's, that's a good test. Yeah, you is. really fucking know that yeah. guy. Yeah. There's a t-shirt idea in there somewhere. Yeah. That's because oh my God, it comes yeah. from uh, me going through uh, the Burrito King drive through late at night and not being able to say chorizo. <laughs> and, uh, it took me a couple tries. There was some laughter. So I was like, that's the test. Yeah. Burrito is so fucking used to it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I see people riding like razor scooters through the drive through and just like, <laughs> How was the set list? Do you try to pull out anything new, or do you said it was all just to your standard uh, stuff, just to get back in the group? Who called Kansas? Is that what it's called? Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know how old that song is, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. pretty much did, uh, did, uh, well, we did like six songs, I think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, I mean, we did, yeah, we didn't try anything new. We're in the last few times we've gotten together and, and practice, uh, we've, uh, just kind of, impromptu i think probably from just playing the same song so long we just kind of start into something else so we've uh got some uh recordings of uh practice jams that seem pretty promising like they might might turn into something yeah out of nowhere there's just like 20 new fucking between heather and and ben yeah 
Yeah, yeah so got a we're lot in our, lots, of lots in our stuff. drive, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, so uh, got a lot to pull from. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to get back into the swing of it and everything, and yeah. you know, yeah, yeah that's whew, that's yeah, it's got to be rough after being. I know a lot of people just in entertainment in general that they're like, this is the longest break I've ever had. This is you know, I've never you know, in my mm-hmm. life I've ever been there. Yeah. So how, how does that go with the songwriting process? I was curious about that with with you all, as far as coming up with new shit or. Uh, with me it it always goes in like huge waves like i'll I'll, like write nothing for months and then i'll have like you know a good like solid two weeks of just like you know laying down ideas and trying things and everything just kind of comes out and then uh i mean really the big i mean the big work is really just in refining that like uh once you sit down just kind of like you know start jamming on like you know one of my tricks is always like put on like some like original series star trek (laughs) Hmm. all right interesting and, and just and just you know you know run the guitar through the thing and just pay attention to the show and not pay attention to what I'm playing and then go back later and listen to it. And usually, Whoa. if anything jumps out, huh. you, you're kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. It's just like this weird like trance mode I go into apparently huh. in Star Trek. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that is interesting. Wow. <laughs> you guys didn't even know that was an influence. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, they're like half the half the Godzilla yeah. album was written watching Star Trek. My process huh. is not quite that um, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I write on an acoustic guitar because um, uh, I I am a rhythm player and a lead vocalist, and I'm proud of it, and I cannot do the diddly-doos. Right. Uh, and, and it's not that I'm not capable of it. It's that I don't care to do it. I, you right. know, I, yeah. I love big, thick chords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to play, and then I want to focus on vocals, so that's why. It's such an amazing uh, combination, honestly. But yeah, so I'll just, I don't know what it starts with. It usually, actually, I'm usually like in an emotional state for one reason or another. Just, you know, somebody's been an asshole or, you know, or or what, you know, whatever. Or I'm feeling dreamy or, you know, or whatever that is. And then, and then I'll just sit, you know, probably sit out on the porch with the guitar um, mm-hmm. the front porch with the guitar, and then I do vocal lines and guitar chords and structure at the same time. It's difficult for me to take somebody else's structure and put vocals over it. I mean, okay, it's not difficult for me anymore, but but it's you know it's, it's like right. yeah, that's not. I mean, my process is that the two things come out at the same time, and and so then I'll present it something like acoustically to the band and then they turn it into something amazing (laughs) (laughs) with all the sound, you know, and it gets huge. And and then that is just about the most wonderful moment in time that there is, is being there in a practice. And we've done one of two things because, because we do this, but then we also bring in just like a snippet of an idea. Mm -hmm. Uh you know, and just a groove or, you know, something and then start, you know, riffing off of it. Right. And so that's the other process that, um, that we've been very successful with as well. But then just watching everybody clue into it. And we, you know, Liz and Ben and I played together for like, what, 15 years. Um, and so we're pretty attuned attuned and we've been kind of amazed at how Cody just seems to just know what we're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Where is he? Where are you? Uh, But there's no, like, we don't talk, you know, it's not like we're going to talk or discuss. Like we just pretty much know how we like songs to be structured. It's like a love language. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh like my it's God, that like is it. yeah, you know, it's it's not <laughs> describable in words, really. You know, right. it's just hammering it out. It just happens. Yeah, like you're just chasing the mood. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Right. You've got some time in with Ben too, so there's probably some familiarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even yeah. then, like uh, when I very first joined Godzillionaire, I just before we even tried any songs, we just like. Ben was like, okay, six, eight. And I was like, okay, cool. And then it was just like a whole song. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't mean, yeah. yeah. The first time, first time uh, ever that Cody and I jammed together uh, was in that exact situation. Yeah. And that's where I learned uh, uh, to always record because we wrote an entire song yep. that I can't fucking remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Very first yep. time we got together and I was and like, it, oh, okay, this is how, how that's going to work with this guy. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Well, it's cool too because Cody is a guitar player. Mm. So, oh yeah, that's mm. rad. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that about him. Mm. No, I didn't huh. either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. He can play piano really well. Actually. Yeah. He's giving away all he's... my secrets. <laughs> 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 no, that chemistry is important, and I you know. I wonder what would happen with John and I if we had some. <laughs> Damn. So, <laughs> nice. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think speaking my love language. <laughs> Wait, did we just witness you that... guys break up? And we're not old couple. We've been together too long. We are an yeah. old couple. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dissimilar to kind of how we do it here. We kind of, you know, I, I think we have a pretty good feel for each other and right we kind of yeah. let those things, you know, how is, how is it going to develop? I don't know, but let's see where it goes. And, and, and you know, you know, good with, it seems like with words and like verbalizing your I don't know, thoughts, ideas or whatever, <laughs> maybe it's just like, mm-hmm. really bad. You guys, you guys talk good. It was a good word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. That was a dog. Wow. We've got yeah. two dogs at our feet in here, and they're yeah. Yeah. Vivian and Woody are both in here, and they're they're vying for our attention. We're recording a little early. Mine might be around. I'm sure, probably will be. <laughs> Hasn't had its nails clipped in a while here, so you probably hear it in the kitchen. The tick 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 tick. Yeah, yeah. It's got a needs a COVID makeover. Well, we had early on. I don't know if you guys caught any of our super early episodes, but. We had a dog. She passed last year. Um, She was a sweetie, but she would howl randomly during episodes and you could hear her. I love that the world has a record of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Matt, have you heard the podcast My Favorite Murder? I that sounds familiar. It's like uh Karen Kilgareth and um uh, somebody else. I can't remember the other. It's it's two women. But anyway, one of them has a cat. And like at the end of every episode, her, the cat's name is Elvis. And uh-huh. it has this like crazy meow. She's like, Elvis, you want a cookie? And it's like, <laughs> like every episode. Honestly, check out my favorite oh my murder. God. It's like All right. true crime stuff. But they're like extremely enjoyable. One of them's a stand up. Yeah, you know, it's it's that's awesome. Yeah. No, at first it was like annoying. Yeah. yeah. But it got to be endearing. Yeah, just it became a, a sort of a an in joke with the show because it was especially every time Matt lives in Kansas City and lives near a hospital. So it was every time, every a, time siren, like a siren went by, it was like, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so cute. Siren first, then here comes Ginger. Yeah. yeah. It didn't matter where in the house you were, you could hear her. Howling. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Aww. 
Yeah, we got a super talky dog. Yeah, she's a monkey. Yeah, she's a monkey. Yeah, she does that. Uh, yeah, does her. <laughs> yeah. She does that, and then she's like, oh. <laughs> like it's like, like No, I mean it gets like slightly more demonic as it goes, and that's why it's. Under- <laughs> yeah, it is. Take the dog outside, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, unsettling. I had a cat like that. We adopted the cat like at the shelter and went there and it was like meowing really strangely. And we were like, oh, that's kind of cute and kind of cool, you know, and then <laughs> took, it, took it home. And then we took it to the vet eventually and just checked out and they figured out that it had worms and it had like oh, ear mites. Had ear mites really bad too and all these parasites. So it took us like I mean, hundreds of dollars in vet bills just to get it, you know healthy again and then once she was it was like then she meowed normal and lost that (laughs) (laughs) we should give her yeah that was fun fun. (laughs) Uh, doesn't sound funny anymore yeah (laughs) police not gonna die at this point (laughs) (laughs) so have you guys uh, had a chance to practice anymore or or do any more writing anything since the show or distancing show well i guess we have yeah, been doing writing we, but not like collectively yet yeah we've practiced outside on the porch yes yeah. we've practiced and on the back deck we've practiced inside and um we've played that like one little show right mm. yeah and then we've been we've just been collecting the ideas we've had just the last few weekends have just been crazy like we try mm-hmm. to get together every saturday but it's just been crazy. I'm an elementary teacher, and and just the last few weeks have just been nuts trying to get yeah. ready for school, which starts on Tuesday. And you know, we've all had things, but in the meantime, we've been putting things into a, like the ideas into a folder yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> I cannot wait until yeah, the next time we get get together. Um, killer we are going to record everything we do just in case yep. yeah yep. Awesome. and um it's 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 gonna be like you know you're gonna wish you were there i would love to be there oh yeah it's like nice. our little group of bands we kind of like this no one in our group or our community have like named us but um a guy from kansas city one time said, "Hey, it's the Lawrence Music Mafia." Um, that that kind of th- just like to whenever he would see us in Kansas City or whenever there's like right. basically Frank's in North Lawrence. Uh-huh. So when that still existed, so it's yeah. a thing where we kind of like keep growing this like little community of musicians. So that's kind of what we're doing is doing shows out of the Mad Kings compound. And so we talked about like we don't know how long this is going to last, but at least we can do shows out there and like switch up the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like a farm. It's, I yeah. mean, it's so far out of town that it's almost like a little farm. And mm-hmm. yeah, and that is funny how the music mafia thing stuck. Mm-hmm. And so now that's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you're friends with with Scott, then you uh, then I'm sure you've seen yeah. the, the music mafia posts. And, Scott's uh, parents also, yeah, yeah. yeah. On so mm-hmm. it's, it's, Scott. it was kind of a thing where it's like we could get together and play shows. We could like organize bills at Frank's, you know, with each other and just kind of support each other. And then we kind of cross over. And every once in a while, if it was a birthday show, we'd all learn 
a song and cool. do it all together and Bailey stuff. Jams. So we yeah, did. Uh, what did we do? Kind of Rolling keep... Stones. Uh, we did. Um, was it Dead Flower? Or, yeah, we did. Give me shelter. We did. Give did me shelter as a as a combination. And then is that what we did that on uh, Scott's birthday night where I had straightened my hair and my hair was like all straight. Is that dead flowers. Do we do is that, that? Mm-hmm. dead flowers? Yeah. So yeah. we've done so, give me shelter and dead flowers. Like, you know, it's fun to song. Yeah. So we've thought about it. It was like, if this keeps going on, at least we can try to figure out how to do shows with each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mafia. And in the meantime, extract, uh, you know, money from local businesses in exchange for protection. <laughs> right. The right. 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 There you go. Oh, good. Oh, I didn't think I shot. I'm too soft for that. Oh, my God. I'd like to donate to the Freedom Tower Fund. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! I forgot about us. Oh wow! Oh my God! Oh wow! Can we please have a song called yeah. Blues Explosion? <laughs> 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 All right, can we call it John Spencer's Blues Explosion? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and love language. That's also going to be a song. Love language. Love language. language. It's going to be a song. Yep. And it's going to be really loud and heavy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love language. goes up a little bit. Yeah. That's my love language. Loud and heavy. That's it. There you go. People think I'm angry when I'm on stage. That's a, that's always such a weird oh, thing. Like people more, will be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm afraid of you," and it's like, "Why are you afraid?" I'm just, I am in like pure joy yeah. right now. See, well, you're yelling. I've had people say, "You need to stop yelling. You need to sing." It's like, no, no I'm singing, no, 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 no. <laughs> and no, I'm having complete in the moment joy. And yeah, so, see, see, the right ones yeah. recognize that. That's true. Right. That's yeah. I think the right ones, yeah. but I think the right ones recognize it as the joy that a lion feels as it's tearing its prey apart. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> There's a little bit of that. Ooh, yeah. that is actually spot on. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm scared of you a lot. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> My favorite thing is when, in like, we play a show and people come up to Heather and they get it. They get all the things. They're like Thalia Zedek from like. Right. Um, and life school, they like just get it, you know. Right, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm stuck back in those early '90s. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I and I and you know what? That's just the way it's gonna be. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all of those influences are there, and um, I can't help it. Well, no, I mean, it's I can see where I can see why people think that. I mean, we talked to Creston Spires before from uh, Harvey Milk, you know, and yeah. I, I just assume that about I assume that about him that I was just like, you know, do you have to get in a really dark place to sing? I mean, because when you hear him, oh, yeah. really, uh-huh. you know, it just sounds like a really brutal, you know, it's like you yeah, must, get, you must like, get to a dark place. He's like, nope, that's just you know, I'm in a good mood really usually when I'm playing. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Like if I'm not yeah. in a good mood, I wouldn't want to fucking play. You know, I just <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just what I hear all the time. Feel it. Yeah. yeah. Right. He felt the need to explain, like, it's not that I don't give a shit about what I'm doing, but it's, you know, he didn't want to make it sound like I care. I want to sound right. I, but, yeah. but I'm not yeah. like in this 
horrible, dark, depressed place. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. that is so interesting because it because it's so so very true. I was thinking about this. I am. Um, well, you know, okay, all right. I'm long winded. I'll start it here. I uh, I have Sirius XM in my car, um, and I always listen to like CNN and and MSNBC. And but recently, over the last two weeks, I've decided I will not. Period. Listen to any news, and so when I turn my car on, it's always on the lithium station. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just you know, and it's not the alternative stuff. It re, you know, it's not the stuff that I was really into at that time. But it's the stuff that I've really grown to like. You know, it's going to have the Pearl Jams and the Nirvanas and, uh. and like Alanis Morissette. That's on there all the time. And Everclear. God, every time I turn on cards, whatever was like a heavy rotation um, on MTV. At the right, time. exactly. Right. But um, but my point being that like I am a Nirvana fan, and um, there was a song that was playing as I was driving to work. And I just thought to myself, this set, I was kind of outside of it. And I thought this sounds so angry, uh, but it's not. It's and like, right. it gives me yeah. such like the sound, the way the sounds come together, give me such a rush of energy. Yeah. Then I went to Melvin's and I went to Unsane and, and, you know, and so, yeah, Unsane, right? Cody's pointing at me, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, pointing at each other. Yes, yes. And the energy from that music, be, you know, being in a room where you are absolutely surrounded by sound, like you cannot get away from it. Uh-huh. In fact, when I was pregnant with my daughter, this was many years ago because she's 23. When uh-huh. I was pregnant with my daughter, my band at the time played a show with the Melvins. And oh, uh, wow. Yeah. When the Melvins played, <laughs> Uh, she's I was about seven months pregnant when the seven or eight months pregnant when Melvin's played, she actually moved her body all the way over to the side. Whoa. It was wow. bizarre. It was just it looked so strange. <laughs> and it felt strange, but it looked weirder. And you know, yeah. Uh-huh. Because so well, yeah, yeah but it was yeah. when we were in the audience. Yeah. Like she didn't mind oh, when we were playing okay. on stage okay. that you know, she's used to that. But it was because the Melvins were so astronomically loud, right? Yeah. That was their right. super loud mm. stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that is what is so just engrossing about the music that we play and and you know, the shows that we go to is that you get completely surrounded by sound and and it's it's like I, I don't know it's like sugar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that mm-hmm. sugar to my brain. Oh, I get myself goosebumps. Damn, I'm fucking. Yeah, I know. You know, we will return. There will be a day. Yeah, there will be a day. <laughs> there will right. be a day. Yeah. And you we'll know what? You better fucking come out and see. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, absolutely. None yeah. of that. You stay for all four. <laughs> you stay for all fucking thirty. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we'll no be there. Yeah. Just we'll we'll be there as soon as we can. I mean, it's uh, start to like condition at home with the like drinking twelve beers and going to bed at two o'clock and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Training. I have to go back training. To training. <laughs> training. Yeah. yeah. We gotta stay up till two, not nine thirty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, no kidding. Do a montage. Don't do <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll get back to guys? it. Where where do you guys live? Um, I'm in enemy territory. I am in Colombia. I'm in Como. Oh, yeah, I yeah. go Tigers. 
Tigers. <laughs> well, okay. To each his own. Yeah. I'm I'm in KC. Oh, you are in KC. Oh, very good. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like the back in the day when Chris Spencer told us that when you go on tour, your tour van, you need to have like your you need to have an American flag sticker yeah. and that's it. Don't and, don't and put stickers NRA, on your van. NRA. You need to have and, yep, that's right. Yeah. That's what he said. Like police Holy Athletic shit. League. He was like, that's put, he was yes, like don't put van stickers on your touring van. Put mm-hmm. all, yeah. You know, all the other yeah. stickers. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if it worked or not, but I think it did because when Black Calvin was out, um, mm-hmm. when we had a white van and the only stickers that we put on it were an, was an American flag sticker, nothing else. We didn't do any band stickers at all. Uh-huh. And we did get pulled over yeah. for speeding. And, you know, the, the guy didn't give us a ticket. He let us go. Wait, you know, say, we nine, had nine stickers on there. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, they're just making sure, okay, you don't have a gun to anybody's head right now. Yep. Okay, go, go on Patriotic America. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So maybe, maybe that actually worked. Right. What, what about 20 flags? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they give you an escort to the next town? <laughs> <laughs> 90 miles an hour, all the fuck boys. Yeah. Oh, baby. Hell yeah. Every county they well, what, was the, what was the meme with the Blue Lives Matter stickers on your car? That was yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of them aren't fascist. Some of them are just trying to smuggle drugs and not get pulled over. Uh, <laughs> yes. Keep, keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, they used to have that thing. I remember when they used to call your house and, and you donate to the local sheriff's department or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. They give you a sticker that I donated to the, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what we used to call them, get out of jail free stickers. Yep. You, know, you, 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 yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to donate, you just said you would and they'd send you a sticker, you never had to send in money, but then you put that on your car and, yeah. Does anyone mention well, that all cops are bastards? No, 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 no. The, the the thing that I always like to is like you know when, when they call you and you're broke, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh boy, I would really mm. for my name to end up on a list uh, that that drug yeah, that exactly. officers are driving around with that are like, oh, here's what, here's what this <laughs> <guy> yeah, <said." laughs> right, yeah, better off just telling them you'll donate and they're just never paying the bill. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's no, exactly no, what yeah. you did. That's a pro game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. I'll be no, no glad. Matter. I just donated yesterday. So yeah, you don't like it. It's on its way. Update your list. It Check kind of felt way. like a mob. It always felt like a mob shakedown in a lot of ways. And they're making, right. the, you know, right. would you like to give to the police or not give to? The police? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's hmm. not a choice anymore. Yeah. Right. What are we gonna do? <laughs> right. What happens no, yeah. if I don't? Yeah. We offer protection. To, you know. <laughs> it's an awful nice storefront you got there. Yeah. You're saying there's something happening. Mm-hmm. See, we have your address here as. Yes. <laughs> now, your middle initial is R. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I would like to there. say that the new album, Ephemeral, by the Dets. <laughs> there you go. Uh, available on Spotify, on iTunes, on Amazon, on Google Play, on, on all all your favorite platforms on which you enjoy music. Is that something we can include in here? We, we, should, we, should, include that. we should not in- do that exact one, but someone should say. We that. should do that. You know <laughs> what we need to know is that 
the new Vedettes album called <laughs> Ephemeral, because mm-hmm. everything is fleeting, is available on all of your music choice platforms. <laughs> Spotify. All right. iTunes. What else? iTunes. Um. The kids will know. The kids kids will will know. know. (laughs) The kids are not interested. (laughs) Kids don't give up. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, it is a great album. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Really do appreciate it. Yeah. We love you guys and can't wait to see you in person. Yes. Yes. I know there's going to come a time, dude. It'll happen. For sure. 